Please be aware that this series is tongue-in-cheek and not for the easily offended. You couldn't make it up with Pat O'Mahony in partnership with Tesco. Every little helps. This is News Talk. Welcome to the final You Couldn't Make It Up of the series during which we'll make one last ditch effort to squeeze the news for whatever comedy juice it has left, hoping it doesn't leave too bitter a taste in our mouths. I'm your host, Lorraine Kelly, cleverly playing the role of chatty presenter Pat O'Mahony for tax purposes. And this week we're joined by two teams very familiar with the concept of scraping the bottom of the barrel for laughs. On my left, two of the finest proponents of milking it for what it's worth. Please welcome Sharon Mannion and Lisa Garvey. And on my right, experts at creaming it when all else fails, it's Eric Lawler and Colm O'Regan. Round one is News of the World, where we hear from some of the last week's hottest newsmakers, all keen to be included in our team sketches at the end of the show. Colm and Eric, who's living on borrowed time here? Breaking news, Joe. Okay, sorry. Uh, Sport Ireland has written to the president of the Football Association of Ireland seeking urgent clarification from the board of the FAI on media reports concerning a loan to the organisation by its chief executive, which is John Delaney, of course. First up was uh, Mary Lou and the banner in, uh, I was in New York, and it was a banner, Sinn Féin standing behind a banner that said England out of Ireland, and there was a big fuss, and we were going... And, uh, you know, <laughs> the, I think the attitudes toward, towards England and Britain in general, uh, until Brexit, had softened. Like, uh, if you cast your mind back to last summer, the World Cup, right? We Ireland weren't there, but we're a sporting nation. We love big tournaments. And England were there. And I heard young people saying the following words, Pat. I hope England do, all right. And we were all there going... <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you go into work the next day and you pull England out in the World Cup sweepstake with a chance of winning 50 euro, and you're like, yeah, feck the famine, God save the Queen. <laughs> Maybe Mary Lou was like, well, I didn't know what the sign said. I was just standing behind it. I had no idea what it actually said. I think we've all stood in photos with people and we're not really sharing those photos on social media until all pending charges are dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Calm and Eric, there was another story in there? Yes, there was... Uh, the FAI and the bridging loan and John Delaney and all of that. It's just, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it just keeps the things ticking over, doesn't it? It's good to have a John Delaney story. <laughs> Unless it was that the FAI were maxed out on their credit union loan that they'd got for uh, something, that, but then they'd spent it all on a holiday to Florida and then they were saying, Look, we need something for the kitchen, in inverted commas, uh, home improvements. And their credit was no good, and they asked John Delaney to go to the credit union for them and maybe just get that, because uh, he hadn't been in a while. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and there was new staff in there who didn't know him. 
from before and knew that he'd already borrowed uh, for a giant TV. For the big, yeah, they bought, yeah, they bought a big screen for the Aviva. <laughs> that was Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou MacDonald ruffling feathers of all political hues during the St. Patrick's Day parade in New York by marching behind a banner with its own unique take on Brexit. And FAI Chief Executive John Delaney confirming his very generous bridging loan to his employers that caused many to wonder what exactly the offside rule is again. Lisa and Sharon, who's taking a battering here? A motion or an amendment which is the same in substance as a question which has been decided during a session may not be brought forward again during that same session. Rose Valente just found out how good Katie Taylor is, as Taylor not only becomes the first lady to beat Valente, but the first to stop her as well. Yeah, so the first one there is uh, John Burko, mm. who who I know now. Uh, he's the... <laughs> The English can killerla, basically. <laughs> and uh, uh, that's what I call him. And uh, he basically, yeah, he pulled out this old 400-year-old rule that had been hiding in his back pocket for the right moment and said that Theresa May can't uh, put through her deal again. But I think, uh, whatever about that, I just think he's just got the best voice, you know? All of that, uh, Jeremy Corbyn! <laughs> somebody said to me the other day that he's, like, because he's loving this new attention that he's 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 like a hippo in a jacuzzi <laughs> <laughs> but i do think the house of commons has kind of gone full-on eastenders now at this point i'm getting that eastenders feeling now because at the end of every episode of eastenders somebody thinks things are about to work out okay just before they get betrayed and they, you know they're saying we're gonna be all right ain't we steve you know when the baby comes along and then steve says i'm shagging your mother and then <laughs> i'm just worried that like Simon Coveney is going to be saying to Michelle Barney, you know, you know we're, we're a proper family, aren't we? And then, and then Michelle Barney says, I'm very sorry, Simon. And then at that moment, Jacob Rees-Mogg walks in in his underpants. Like, that is... And then... That's just... That's my fear. Lisa and Sharon, there was another story in there. There was, yes, Katie Taylor. Uh, so she won another world title there, unknowns to all of us, very nonchalantly. I actually saw... More news about the fact that it wasn't news than I saw news about the actual news that she won the title. Do you know? <laughs> she, I think we're just so used to her being good now. Like, it's kind of... She's like the kid in school who comes in with her homework done all the time. It's like, all right, Katie, OK, we get it. <laughs> and, like, Conor McGregor strolls in, like, farts on the teacher, and everyone's just happy he hasn't set the school on fire. Like, you know? <laughs> I, Actually, my mother is a big fan of boxing, which I always think for, you know... My sweet mother is always like, I love that boxing. Oh, Ma's a great... My, my, my mum, I loved... I used to love as a kid when Wimbledon was on, and she'd be watching the tennis going... Um, how long is he a professional tennis player? I go, well, I don't know, 15, 10, 15 years? You think he'd be able to hear it over the net at this stage? <laughs> <laughs> that was the Speaker of the House of Commons, John Burko, digging into history to put a stop to another meaningless Brexit vote. 
And boxer Katie Taylor in Philadelphia showing no sisterly love to her opponent and in the process almost slipping between the media cracks when she added a third world title to her collection. So, round one's a punch-drunk mess, but from it we have no shortage of heavyweight contenders for our panellists' end of show, indeed end of series sketches. Moving forward, let's now think outside the box touch base offline and punch a puppy in a blue sky bid to find some annoying jargon for them to say. <laughs> Round two, stand and deliver, is where we get to judge our two teams' impersonation skills as they do their damnness to replicate some of the last seven days' less obvious quotes. Sharon and Lisa, here are your dispatches from the box. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> it was a shaggy... No, hang on, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a shagging and a drinking and a shagging. That was Leo at the parade in America. <laughs> <laughs> was this Leo Yay. Parker? Yeah? Uh, I think it was it was it was it Rod talk who's on the late late no or, yes. yeah his Rod, Rod Stewart Rod, Rod yes. Stewart very good yeah he was uh, he was talking about his time staying in a hotel suite in the south of France in the late eighties oh good times yeah <laughs> all right here's your next quote uh, the first time around I was in a state of shell shock and just scared. That's Arlene Foster when she met Mary Lou for the first time. <laughs> uh, it's not uh, Arlene, but it's in it's the Lou. general. Um, it's a person from Nine uh, Nine. Uh, yes, absolutely. The um, the most popular sitcom uh, of late. As a, a Dairy Girl. It is a Dairy Girl. That's okay. Sarah Monica Jackson oh. at Pleasure and the Hudsons. Her talking about being able to enjoy film in the second series, and I can't stop talking like right, that. Let's stay the rest of the show like that. All right, okay, okay. The All right, uh, next. Oh my god, that was like an advert for the IRA. That's <laughs> Simon Coveney talking about Mary Lou's banner. <laughs> yeah? Uh, no, no, no. We want to hop across the Irish oh, Sea the there Irish. to, to the, the other um, side. The, the other. Them other fellas the causing other all ones, the trouble. The ones that are at it again. Oh, right. It's one of them, but it's a fake. Was, it's a. Oh ho! Yes! Yay, it, good old Alan Partridge. Correct! Adam Partridge, after a Sligo farmer guest, also played by Coogan, suddenly broke into Kamauchi Black and Tans. And there we have it. Time up, folks. Lisa and Sharon, thanks very much. Well done. Uh, Colm and Eric, my learned friends, here are your declarations from the floor. OK. <laughs> here is a pic of me at work. the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> Where is that accent from? It's uh, it's kind of a you know that Sydney borough of uh, Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it uh, sports person? There was something about a sports person during the week? Oh, uh, Aussie rules or something like that. There's something. I give. Do you know what? You're close enough. We will give yeah. you that. We, we'll... uh, here. It was You're an Australian footballer. The Australian footballer Taylor Harris on the picture of her, which led to derogatory comments on social media, and was deleted by Channel Seven. And they subsequently apologised and reposted. Can't believe that there were comments on social media that led to controversy. That's that's <laughs> the yeah. that's the biggest surprise. Who knew? Almost as if people are fundamentally arseholes. <laughs> 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 okay, let me see now. Uh, 
I don't think he was representing the country. That's kind of what I was doing. <laughs> I guess that's Leo Varadkar's real voice. Leo Varadkar's response when he realised he would be marching alongside Conor McGregor in Chicago. Mm. That is the city, not the musical. <laughs> I would go and see that. Yeah. Yeah. Conor McGregor and Leo Varadkar in Chicago. Give them the old Egg Boy is a millennial attention seeker. Mm. Egg Boy. So this is about the guy with the guy with the egg in Australia. Uh, I think this is a Twitter fight during the week. Um, this is Brian McFadden, isn't it? Uh, Brian McFadden. Ex of? Ex of Westlife, but more famous for challenging ISIS to fight him man to man. <laughs> also on Twitter, let it be said. Uh, Which again, I would also pay good money to see. <laughs> Government, Eric, well done. So that's round two counted out, and we're that close to a meaningful vote on what will go into our pair of immaculate comedy conceptions at the end of the show. Join us after the break, during which we'll be working out what to do with all this old MySpace content that unexpectedly turned up in our inbox over the past few days. You couldn't make it up with Pat O'Mahony on News Talk in partnership with Tesco. Every little helps. Welcome back to You Couldn't Make It Up. And before News Talk asks us for a mate's rate bridging loan, let's distract them with round three Reckon Me headlines. One last time, News Talk Susan Kyo will now deliver some world weird web headlines from a selection of the week's more baffling news stories for our teams to decode. Fingers on buzzers, everyone. Susan, can we have our first headline, please? Vehicle fighters fast-tracked to court number two. Lisa. Is this like a new type of firefighter that instead of using water, they use their poo to put out the fire? You think that could be a real it's story? It's a crazy world, Pat. It's a crazy <laughs> world out there. There is a town in Ireland called Fecal. In, it's in Limerick or Clare. And they have a festival, Fecal Festival. Oh, my God. Is a traditional music festival down in Fecal. <laughs> oh, and my God. in a way, people might kind of recoil from that. But if you've been to any musical festival, about the Sunday afternoon, every music festival is a Fecal Festival. Yeah. <laughs> Susan, is this story anything got to do with a village in Munster? Six men in their 20s face a charge of outraging public decency on a train in southwest England. They're said to have stripped off, defecated, and thrown the excrement at each other, with one of the poop grenades striking a female passenger. The charge carries an unlimited prison sentence or unlimited fine. This is what? extraordinary. So disturbing. What? Like, obviously, it was one of their idea. Like, it was one of the group who... I, I find it hard to believe that all six of them at the same time was like, hey, you know what we should do? <laughs> Shit in our hands and let's go. Like, obviously it was one... I mean, in fairness, every group of friends has that one friend who's... Do you know the one on a night out ends up but, riding uh, a skip, you know? Yeah. 
driving a tractor. If you're in a group of friends and you don't have one of those friends, you are that friend. <laughs> guessing it was something like a stag night. Maybe it wasn't, but... Oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only <laughs> tiny <laughs> possible explanation. But you know the way it is. I know going from going on loads of hens, like hens have an itinerary. You know, they're kind of like, so they're going to meet up and they're going to get a nails done. And they're going to have some Prosecco and then we're going to do an activity. I wonder they were like, so I'm going to meet up and then we're going to shit <laughs> um, and then we're going to throw it at people. So that was just their itinerary for the day. Yeah, I mean, a woman, like a woman got caught in the crossfire. Like, how unlucky do you have to be? <laughs> Those lads should be called the poo fighters. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm full of, full of puns. Yeah. Susan, what's our next headline, please? Granny Marshall gets room with a view. Sharon. Okay, yes, I think I know this one. Uh, this is the heartwarming story that was all over the news this week of the nine-year-old boy in Cork, I think it was, who booked a hotel room for his granny uh, so she could watch the St. Patrick's Day parade go by. Too much pocket money. Much it cost to get a hotel room on Paddy's weekend. I mean, he could have taken her to Barbados for that, I would say. And I'm, I'd say she was like, oh, oh, brilliant. It's a hotel room. Let's cheaper. find out if this is a hotel room in Cork St. Patrick's Day story. Susan, please. A young Cork boy made his grandmother's St. Patrick's Day extra special by renting a hotel room to give her a bird's eye view of the city's parade. Nine-year-old William Kelleher saved his pocket money to treat his gran, who's been physically unable to attend the parade since before he was born. Oh, I feel poor. bad now for slagging him, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, you on. don't. No, I don't, actually. I have no feelings. <laughs> but he's ruined it now, doing a big gesture like that for other, like, nine-year-olds who bring home, like... A, a yeah. mug that says, I love Gran on it. You know, that yeah. kind of way. Here you go. It's like, where's my hotel room? Yeah, you they're going to... Grannies, that's what's going to happen. Grannies are going to be out of control now. Yeah. Like, their demands. They're going to be like overpaid Lewis drivers. They'll be like, we want more. We want to change our uniform. We're not wearing grey cardigans mm. and putting curlers in our hair. They'll be out in the streets like, you know, what do we want? More Coronation Street. <laughs> when did we want it? Uh, after the break. <laughs> 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 right, round three has been and gone, and that's given us the final pieces of the jigsaw puzzles for our team's concluding comedy constructions. Now I'll give them out, hoping there isn't a 400-year-old rule preventing me from doing exactly what I've done for the last nine episodes. Lisa and Sharon, from round one, uh, get yourselves into character with John Berko and Katie Taylor. From round two, wedge in Alan Partridge's quote, Oh my God, that was like an advert for the IRA. And from round three, set your sketch on a train. Eric and Colm, throw in your lot with Mary Lou MacDonald and John Delaney. Get wicked with Australian rules footballer Taylor Harris's line, here's a pic of me at work, and set your sketch in a hotel room. It doesn't have to be in Cork. <laughs> so, guys, you know the drill. Out of sight is out of mind. If you would toddle off to work on your knockout routine, and while they're gone, we'll waste a few more hours re-watching that magnificent Alan Partridge clip. Now, sticking firmly with tradition, let's take our regular look at some of the tall tales we suspect won't really make next week's headlines. Please welcome our very own Roisin Davis. 
A new financial institution has entered the Irish market, providing loans to already cash-flushed organisations. Welcome to the market, the Bank of Generous John. Yeah. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> A newly formed Erexit Freedom Party has confirmed that the Alan Partridge character, Martin Brennan, will represent the party in the upcoming local elections. <laughs> Chicago St. Patrick's Day Parade criticised for being led by a smug, arrogant loudmouth. Conor McGregor was also spotted in attendance <laughs> beside the T-shirt. <laughs> Thank you, Roshi Davis. Please welcome back our teams, Colm O'Regan and Eric Lawler, Lisa Garvey and Sharon Mannion. Sharon and Lisa, remind us of what was in your lucky bag of delight. So our characters are Katie Taylor and John Burko, and our quote is, oh my God, that was like an advert for the IRA, and our location is on a train. Ladies and gentlemen, Lisa and Sharon. <laughs> There. Do you want tea or coffee? Or one of the many sweet treats we have available? I made them all from scratch, but no one seems to notice when I do anything. Never mind. I've lost my appetite. I had to move carriages. There were people throwing their own feces at each other. <laughs> I haven't seen that since Theresa May came back with her withdrawal agreement. <laughs> Where's this train going, anyway? It's actually going to Bray. It's Ireland's top tourist attraction, you know. Oh, Bray! I love Hosier! He's the only person from Bray who's ever amounted to anything. I'm also from Bray. I'm a world-class fighter. I have the WBA belt, the IBF. Oh, I've a bit of that myself, especially when I've had too much dairy. <laughs> the WBO. Oh, sorry. I have been wearing this jumper for a few days now. <laughs> and I just got a Gucci one there off some young one in the last carriage. Boxed the head off her, I did. Thanks be to God. <laughs> Sounds incredibly violent. I only use violence when necessary. There won't be any trouble unless you come looking for trouble. Oh, my God. That was like an advert for the IRA. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well done, Sharon and Lisa. Eric and Colm, what riches were revealed in your winning scratch card? We have Mary Lou MacDonald, uh, John Delaney, and they are in a hotel room. And the quote is, here's a pic of me at work. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric and Colm. <laughs> This American visit has been categorically so tiring for me. First New York, now Chicago. Anyway, here I go into my hotel room. <laughs> like a bridge over troubled water. John Delaney, what are you doing here categorically? <laughs> Just trying to avoid the FAI to keep looking for money for me. But what I don't understand and what I'm seeking clarification on is 
why the FAI, which has a lot of money, needs 100,000 when they give 100,000 to the League of Ireland winners. The what? <laughs> the League of Ireland, your domestic league. You know, St. Patrick's Athletic. I suppose St. Patrick is Athletic. He did chase the snakes out of Ireland. No, your domestic league, John Delaney. Please answer the question I have tabled. Domestic, that's a, that's a great idea. You, you could be onto something there, Mary Lou. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing here, anyway? I just needed to get away from all the violence out on the Chicago streets. There's a massive gang problem here in Chicago. No, I just wanted to take a photo of Conor McGregor with my phone. <laughs> and I wanted to put up the banner. Why, I didn't know you were a Clare GAA fan. <laughs> no, this England out of Ireland banner. Oh, is that something you've done before? Yes, let me show you. Here's a pic of me at work. <laughs> Looks good. Looks good. I'm surprised you're here up with this floor, though, Mary. Why? What's wrong with this floor specifically, John Delaney? Well, Mary Lou, it's the 12th. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Colm and Eric. OK, as usual, because no one else can be bothered, it's up to me one last time in this series to toss a coin to see whose sketch scored a hat-trick on its international debut and whose never made it off the subs bench. The winners are... Lisa and Sharon! Oh, my God! You go home with a tidy nest egg for you to loan to your employers. Colm and Eric, you go home lucky not to be egged in protest. Before we go, a huge thank you to our guests, Sharon Mannion and Lisa Garvey, Eric Lawler and Colm O'Regan. In fact, an equally appreciative thank you to all our gorgeous guests for the last 10 weeks, fun and frolics, to all those who came along to Tramline to watch us being put through our performance paces in the flesh, and to you at home, our lovely, loyal Listeners, until we meet again, I'm Pat O'Mahony. This is, and always will be, You Couldn't Make It Up. You Couldn't Make It Up is a Firebrand production funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland in partnership with Tesco. Every little helps.